When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So we just do this episode. Conference room from Tots. Conference room from Tots. Sorry, what 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 is... Um... A conference room questions all from Tots. We could call it something like top of the Tots. Hot... Hot, hot, uh, hot topics, hot, topics by hot tots. Tot pot Swissmas. Tot pot Swissmas. <laughs> hot uh, tot picks. Curiosity by Jan. <laughs> tot, tots topics. Scott's topics. Hot tot picks. Hot tot guy. Tot tie guy. Tot tie. Tot tie guy. <laughs> Guy. Doesn't have anything to do with questions. Wow. I might have to make That's this my the favorite cold. One. I might have to I might have to make this the cold open just yeah. I could see how the sausage is made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how dumb yeah. come That's in, how uh, fucking dumb it is. And then as Michael says, come in if you follow me into my office, I'll show you a fully cooked sausage. Yeah. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly, free business paper needs, or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people, Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people, Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office, by fans of The Office. I'm your host and hey king, Sean Roney. I'm Edwin James, and I always wanted to be Hey King, but the world shines on Sean. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. You have all of our attention just by screaming anything. That's good to know. What do you want to say, Michael? (laughs) (laughs) Every week, we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week, we're talking Wolf.com from Season 7. Then we'll head to the conference room for a new segment called Tot Tie Guy. Where the Scott's Tots, our Patreon first. supporters, uh, have sent us some, some discussion topics. Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, and then we'll finish up with some listener-provided pri- trivia sent in by Haley. Um, before we get into all that, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start with? Speaking of speaking of tot tie guy, uh, <laughs> if you want to be included in that club, uh, you can join Scott's Tots at patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Uh, Scott's Tots is our our patronage group. They are the they are the inner circle. 
They are on our cool list. They're on our winners list. Uh, if you want to join that exclusive club, uh, the only exclusive club there is with this podcast, it's five dollars a month. But that uh, that's going to get you that's going to get you in the tots. That gets you our ad free episodes, our bonus monthly mailbags, which you know within a couple weeks it's coming up, guys. That's right. Get that on the calendar. Uh, you get all of our bonus uh, episode content, our little, we, we talk about other shows besides The Office sometimes. You get all that on a private podcast feed. You join our monthly uh, donation we make to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Uh, you get uh, our private uh, Scott's Todd Discord channel. Uh, what else am I forgetting, fellas? Is there anything else? You get our unending love and affection. That's what I'm talking Most about. Definitely. That's what I'm abs. Yes, you get uh, you get a monthly surprise box where we fill it with gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we send it to you. It's mostly sand. <laughs> Most, <laughs> mostly sand. We make Sean do it all. He's shipping a lot of sand these days. <laughs> it's tough backbreaking. Do work, whatever right? you like. No, it's, it's your sand. Yeah. Do all it's the your sand. Myself. It's it's a it's a wonderful lifestyle club. There's it's a wonderful family of people on there. Yeah. Um, we've gotten to know so that's that's the general housekeeping otherwise um pretty normal production schedule going for i don't think we're going to be like gone any big chunks of time we got some some stuff coming up Um, i have some travel plans coming up but nothing that will should interrupt the overall uh flow and feel of our show um i was gonna say uh the uh, some of you may remember that we mentioned a a a short film that a friend of ours was of course uh, working on and uh called dog days and it is uh it is done filming uh alex actually had a role in the movie um (laughs) a speaking role a speaking role um but i just wanted to say at the wedding some of you donated to the gofundme and i just wanted to say thank you again which that is so incredible um and you made a big difference and uh and uh yeah excited to keep you posted on uh on how that it all comes along in post-production now. Um, so, so yeah, it was a really fun weekend doing that. Uh, okay. Had a great time. Let's get into, let's get into it. Uh, woof.com. Oh. Uh, woof.com season seven, episode nine. It aired on November 18th in 2010. It was written by Aaron Schur. No relation to Michael Schur. Sure. Spelled oh. different. Um, oh. Aaron sure was a was a co executive producer on The Office uh, for quite a while. Uh, wrote several several other great episodes like Baby Shower and uh, and Two Weeks. Um, directed by uh, Danny Leaner, um, who Leaner uh, I hardly know her. <laughs> who uh, 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 sorry, sorry. Damn it, Mike! Uh, come on, come on, bud. You got this. <clears throat> Directed Dude Where's My Car and Harold oh, and wow. Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um so uh so there you go. Wolf.com uh Dude, where's my office? <laughs> Edwin. Um <laughs> how can yes, we talk about Wolf.com this week? Well, our last few episodes, uh even kind of dipping back from uh we did a character draft um <clears throat> last week. We did we've talked about the episode Hot Girl. We talked uh when Alex and I um hung out in Italy, we talked about mafia. A lot of our episodes in recent weeks have revolved around or featured uh, a lot of the side characters, the supporting players in the office, in the office yeah. extended universe. And I think with this episode today, we kind of wanted to spend a little more time with an episode that focuses in 
on the more main major characters. So it has this episode has a very consequential arc for Michael and his relationship with Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, the B storyline is very heavily focused on Dwight with Angela. Same with uh, Jim meeting his commission cap. Pam also is uh, part of Michael's storyline, but it seemed like an episode where we could focus back in on sort of the main characters of the show. Um, mm-hmm. As much fun as it is, I mean, it's a balance, you know, we want to talk about all elements of the show and it just made sense to, to kind of bring things back to center. Basics. Nice. <laughs> I also think it's uh, w- with, with doing a podcast for going on four and a half years now of a fixed amount of episodes, mm-hmm. it's natural that we'd wander into talking about more <laughs> and more minor characters. Uh, but I'll tell you the other thing doing this one is we haven't done a non-extended cut episode in, in a while. Yeah, this that's is just true. a normal, just a normal office episode. It's it's like we're it's like it's 2019 again, guys. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're gonna have fresh. To, yeah, new. the office is on Netflix. It is here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we'll we'll have to do Woof.com again when they release the uh, extended yeah. cut. This is how we keep the show going for years, you know. <laughs> we'll do an episode years. about the original years. cut and the extended cut. Mm-hmm. I could be doing this when I'm 50. But by then we'll be we'll be saying uh ChatGPT do uh, <laughs> do an episode in the style of uh, Michael Scott podcast we, company. We really should be utilizing ChatGPT more. We sh- on this podcast. We should feed all of our episodes into that and be like just just make one for us please. <laughs> just maybe uh, i don't know how good it will be <laughs> it'd be entertaining it'd be a lot better than this um <laughs> hey hey um, okay how about let's start with the cold open of wolf.com uh this is a classic uh this this yeah. is one that uh is i feel like is important to our show um for i think for a while several of our accounts uh had had the big boobs password yeah. Uh, well, don't don't try and log in anymore. Uh, but and now 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 they're much more complicated, and I never mm-hmm. remember what it is. Yeah, all yeah. Dwight's mother's name. Uh... <laughs> yeah, this is this is a classic. Uh, not only because it's it's just a it feels just feels very old school office, right? It's just totally. A, it's just an office. It's a pure office problem. Like the server goes down, the server's down in an office. Uh, it's it's everyone's kind of standing around trying to solve a problem. It's great stuff. Uh, and and you get the you get the list of IT guys, uh, glasses who we've met, Turban who we've met, and then then we're in uncharted territory with ear hair, fatty three shorts, fatty two lozenge. And fatso, so he went from fatso to fatty. It's Michael, so whatever. And then, but he somehow is able to go. Michael's memory, he's able to go back through all these people and know that it was in fact Lozenge mm-hmm. who installed thanks who to his incredible memory yeah. tools, devices, yeah. yeah, mnemonic devices. I like that this one utilizes the full uh, the full ensemble and that everyone has details and ideas from what they think it could be. I like when they talk about Lord of the Rings being the thing that was happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Aaron talks about getting her driver's license. Um, it's it, it's it's funny because it's, it's like Michael logic. So much of this is all Michael yeah. logic. The way that he remembers the type of password that they did, the way they figure out what it was. Um, and he says, just remember, this kept us safe. Which is like the most Michael. It's the mo- it's like Michael's interior monologue a little bit. Where like right. this crazy way of thinking and remembering everything 
is what just kept se- us secure. Yeah, people. is what took it like saw him through the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still say I mean we're in season seven mm-hmm. and they talk about this being eight years ago that this happened. Uh so you know, we could say right before season one, the year before that maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh which is funny because you, you get this shout out to eight years ago and then we'll get to it later in the episode, but we also get the eight years of Michael separating trash into whites and colors. Oh. Uh it's just it's just a and, and a lot of this episode is is Michael reckoning with the him and Ryan relationship, right? It's just it feels like a reset. Like this episode is such Ooh. a back like I said, back to basics. Nice. It's kinda <laughs> that's what this whole episode felt like. And this cold open is a a perfect feeling of that too. Let's go back to a simple office problem. Yeah, this does feel like this episode does feel like it almost could land anywhere in I mean, you know, it'd have to be kind of yeah. like well, Five to outside seven, of Ryan's, but... like Ryan's character needs to grow into this or become this. Um, because this is not season one, Ryan. It's no, close, that's true. It's close. There is an element of this episode happening in this season seven run, and we've talked about this. Um, where Michael kind of grows and becomes a different version of himself, right. Um, and part of that is Todd Packer, part of that is Threat Level Midnight, part of that is the, the search, and part of that is Sex Ed, like where he, he goes through all these different things in his life, and one of those things is his relationship with Ryan. It's probably less fundamental, um, to his relationship with Holly and his personal growth, but mm-hmm. it is one of those things that Michael kind of has to shed in order to become this different version of himself, and yeah. like. This episode does really make him consider that relationship. And even though, and it's funny because it, it doesn't re- force him to outright like reject Ryan, um, <laughs> but it does force him to be honest with himself and honest with the cameras and to honestly reflect and say, thank God, when Ryan decides <laughs> to tell the company. Um, so it, it is good in that regard. But I, I know what you mean, though. Like there are elements of this that could happen in many different times. Yeah. What's uh, this other woman, Ryan? <laughs> just as yeah. just, just as, as hot as Jan, yeah. but in a different way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, a, a good place to start on this episode is with with Michael and Ryan. Um, we get them showing up for work together. They've got the bumper stickers. Um, was- Sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point in the in in the episode, this is like a dream come true for Michael. He's business partners with Ryan, the coolest person in his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his protege. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's everything like... I am and everything I'm not. His cool best friend <laughs> slash mentee slash uh, what do you, uh, protege, mm-hmm. uh, apprentice. I don't know. He's got yeah, a lot of words yeah. for him. Um, oh, we also get the, 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 the ad that they're shooting is kind of a nod to the... Uh, to the Apple Apple ads. PC ads. Yeah, 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 you know, it's funny. I imagine oh, right. that a lot of people, well, I think most people probably remember that was a pretty uh, I think well-known or iconic yeah. ad campaign at the time. But if you're if you're yeah. a younger viewer, that might not have meant anything to you, you know. John Justin Hodgman. Wong, John mm-hmm. Hodgman, ring a bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and I mean not to mention in the that scene you get Ryan takes out a Blackberry, another another little mm-hmm. s- little uh time stamp there and then and then just the fact that it's woof.com like uh any you know this would obviously be an app nowadays this would not there would be, right. be no effort to make this dot com so that's very much of the time that's a good point yeah. um 
Also that it goes to your home phone, cell phone. Like the first thing they say is home phone. <laughs> home phone, yeah. email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. Yeah. <laughs> All at the same time. Home screen is actually one that holds up very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but home, home phone is one that maybe does not. Yeah. No. Yeah. How did Ryan develop? Well, we'll, t- we'll get into the actual business. I would love to talk about the business, woof.com. But mm-hmm. I, have, I have a lot of questions of how Ryan even... Pulled, I think he did pulled off kind of a Theranos thing here, but we'll get into it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, well, so um, right off the bat, we get uh, Ryan and Michael being buds. But, of course, they, there's, uh, they need more investment. They need more investors. So they make an announcement in front of the, uh, in front of the bullpen. That's where we get the sex, um, uh, the famous <laughs> line there. Um, and... Uh, and we also get, uh, we see like Aaron talking to Pam and saying like, Money! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Highly droppable Let it fly. Episode, let it fly. Say. Yeah. Please, please, <laughs> let him fly. Aaron uh, is talking to Pam and says, uh, you know, that Ryan has been printing all these things and using all, all this color ink for the company. And uh, and Pam's just like let it go because she herself is an investor in Woof, which I think is a, a great little reveal that that, mm-hmm. that people have actually invested money in this. Well, there's an element too with this that they they don't say they don't just start with investing. They say they're going to open up a second round of investing. So right. it says yes. hold on to your pocketbooks, ladies. <laughs> and <laughs> it, they already have, you know, Daryl and Pam and Andy and Stanley, like all invested in the company. Yeah. And I think there's an element of that having them involved and having them with stakes in what's going on between Michael and Ryan is so important because it's the only thing that can get Michael to actually reconsider his relationship with Ryan. I think honestly, is having other people literally shout at him to do so. Yeah. Um, if yeah. The, if the rest of the ensemble wasn't involved this would just financially ruin Michael. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan would let it just destroy him. He would take all the Mike Ryan's lies at face value. Yeah. And he would never be forced to kind of reflect on this. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You need, you need Daryl even going up to Ryan. One of my favorite lines yeah. in this episode, consider it a wolf in person. <laughs> yeah, how much do you think Michael's in? Like how much money? Too much. <laughs> like, like over 10,000. Yeah. You think so? I feel yeah. like thirty years. Three years. I feel like thirty years salary. I could see Michael. Mm. Yeah, you got to invest. Yeah, right. three well, years salary. No, Michael really doesn't like Monster Mash. Twenty, twenty five. Yeah, yeah, twenty five feels good. I mean, so. Michael is also like in debt just a couple seasons ahead of this, so yeah, I don't, like, I don't know how he has any money to invest. But mm. well, and then you think like. What is Ryan using this money on? I mean, that's that's the other kind of fun element of this episode is that like Ryan is put under some sort of scrutiny for the first time, yes. seemingly ever, right. and uh, or at least since uh, rejoining Dunder Mifflin, and <clears throat> like he has nothing to show. He yeah. just has the poster board yeah. and the brochure that uh, he shows Oscar that I think says "What is it, Woof?" and <laughs> and then uh, the condoms that he drops out of the yeah. sky. So he's got it's no ride from Woof. Yeah. Which is which is so I think such a accurate portrayal of someone like Ryan's mentality of this, which is like when you start to 
put together a business, a club, whatever. And I, I mean, even in our friend group, when we when we're like, oh, we should do this. <laughs> I feel like the first thing you think of is like dropping oh, condoms out of the sky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's condoms. And it's like, let's get some let's 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 design a logo. Let's put it on some clothes. Let's order those clothes. That feels good. And you're like, now it's real because we've made this thing. <laughs> and I feel like that's Ryan want immediately wanted to do that. And just like you see, Michael immediately is like, oh, friends, like a uh, uh, investor ski trip. This sounds incredible. Yeah. Uh, this is all I've ever wanted to do. And so they're already years and years and years ahead of themselves. But feels very realistic for at the time what was just like hey, you got a tech idea, like, let's start, let's let's just top load this thing. Mm -hmm. um, it is funny, too, that this all happened before things like Fire Festival and WeWork with, uh, like, Adam Newman and, like, you know, because, because this is kind of this, I mean, this, Ryan this is, is very... Right when all this stuff is starting, though. Yeah, 2010, totally. I mean, you can't have a bad tech idea, really, at the time. Yeah, but just, but, like, the, just this added that, like, Ryan, like, actually has a pretty good tech idea, but he's, like, yeah. immediately jumping to, you know, oh, we need to do, like, crazy outreach and drop condoms from the sky and, like, you know, be a cool company and, you know, it, it all... <laughs> need to drop condoms he's, from the sky. He's fast-forwarding to the part where he's a celebrity. Right. Like, yeah. there is an... I mean, I know that you mentioned all these things that have become very notable examples, and rightfully so. There have been a lot of examples with sure. these peep kinds of characters. Um, but at the time, I mean, you said 2010, think like you yeah. think Facebook, you think Google, you think Twitter, like Twitter these, these things are just launched. starting to happen. So, um, and even, even like to some extent, like Apple at the time you get like yeah. these and not just, uh, like young I mean, iPhone came out three years, two years, three years before this, just like you know. celebrity tech figures. Um, yeah. and being the blank from this, you know, Ryan from Woof, like, wanting to live in that space uh, and Facebook was so growing so fast at the time, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting how we still have characters like that, like tech characters like that, that become, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and Ryan's, and, and I mean, Ryan's a pretty clear cut narcissist and he's, this episode is he's pretty much on full display of mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. what he wants, what his oh, yeah. values are, are pretty clear. Well, I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause we also learned that, that, that wolf.com was not his idea and it was stolen from right. Kelly, Kelly Kapoor. Kelly. The business <laughs> I love bitch. when she's just like, it just doesn't feel right. And he's just like, pushing her baby, baby, I help you with baby, your things. You help me with my things. Uh, I want to before we move on uh, into the episode. Uh, I want to say this: the scene where Ryan picks up all the color copies. <laughs> um, Aaron goes to Pam because Pam's a legend, right? So she's just going to check. With really Pam. are the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> all that color, all those colors. Yeah. Um, but there's sometimes like I love what Aaron says. I don't want to be a lousy snitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's sometimes when Aaron's like upbringing in a foster home kind of bleeds through. Where she just has some ways of resolving problems that are really harsh or just like not at all feel like they're from Aaron. Yeah. And just little turns of phrase or she'll just like sometimes she'll just like, hey, big boy, like the way she'll she can turn on a dime. I just love those moments. This is a great one. I don't want to be a lousy I snitch. Be I have to do what I have to do what I feel is right. Right, Pam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, I love when Aaron 
<laughs> it kind of reminds me like when Aaron just doesn't like Holly and she's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, her just being in the back of the conference room when he pulls out that graph and she's just like, all that color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i just i love i don't know it's it's not necessarily aaron being like an authority figure or anything but it is just like she doesn't often <laughs> take that uh, play that role <laughs> mm-hmm. well it's funny because you imagine the mental calculus in her mind is like i really want to tell pam but i'm worried what she's gonna think she's gonna think i'm a snitch and like so the <laughs> opening line is i don't want to be a lousy snitch which doesn't that. share any information it doesn't do anything <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh um, so do we want to talk more through Michael and Ryan and finish that out and then move to some of the other storylines yeah yeah let's yeah, do sure. that let's do that um, so uh, we, we, I think we, we find out at some point that, that we only have nine days before it's Oscar's Wolf. line of questioning yeah 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 I love these questions keep them coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your money situation like and he says a very he says well with any startup it's very tight we have nine solid days, <laughs> which I love the it's Michael, Oscar and Ryan. And Michael says, we might not make it to the weekend. And Oscar <laughs> says, how long do you think a week is? <laughs> 40 bucks. <laughs> and he says, the, n- n- next weekend, yeah. we we're going to do the investor <laughs> ski trip. And then this line killed me rewatching. Michael says, I bought poles. <laughs> yes, I thank you for pointing that out. Because <laughs> you know Michael went somewhere just excited about being in this thing, and he's looked at he probably looked at skis and he was like, "That's very expensive." Yeah, he's like, I just want to buy something. He's yeah, like, I'll just buy some. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Well, I could. Uh, I'm gonna go get some skis." And then it's like, "Oh, those are like thousands of dollars." Uh, I could get a jacket. Oh, uh, that's still like hundreds of dollars. Like, oh, poles are like eighty bucks. <laughs> 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 Michael at home just with the like, <laughs> Oh man. The investor ski trip would have been would have been right. Get for the comedy. teapot letter. Yeah. 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 yeah Show me the investor ski trip. I just I really I could just imagine uh like Michael just just keeps like falling down the mountain much like I did once uh, before. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just as soon as he gets a that. ski on, he's like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Falls again. Okay. I um, fell that time, but I think this time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll start on the bunny slope and then I'll go to death drop. Pizza, French fries, <laughs> pizza, French fries. Yeah. <laughs> I love he's like, oh, buddy slope, I'll learn how to ski, and then straight to death drop. <laughs> Easy. But yeah, then the Black other characters kind of have to, they have to press uh, Michael to get Ryan to sell, because they have this one opportunity from the Washington University Public Health Fund to get their money back, to cash back out, and to <laughs> kind of forget this thing ever happened. And so they have to really pressure Michael and Ryan. And it's funny, like, I don't know why Ryan is holding on to this dream if he knows he's not going to be able to do it. Because I think, I mean, uh, I think that I think um, you guys said it when you said he's he's already jumped to you know celebrity like he th- I think mm. that's that's what he wants he, he could sell the the company and actually like make some money and it would be a success in some ways but I think he's already sort of uh, he, he wants the celebrity life he wants to become like a billionaire or something 
Because I also don't necessarily think that he's just trying to take everyone's money. No. Because it's not like really his thing. Or I mean, look, he committed corporate fraud, everything like that. So don't get me wrong there. He's a pretty terrible guy. But um, it does seem more to me like I believe I can do anything, but I need more time and I need more money and you can't do this and I need a red Gatorade. And I need to talk to my mom. And he yeah. calls his uncle, asks him for a Ritalin prescription. Like he's making all <laughs> these excuses, and he's like, "I need more of this. I need this, 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 this." Right, but I can right. do it. I can be, you know, I could run GE, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, like, uh, I I would imagine that Ryan has gone as far as he is going to go with this business. Like, it's uh, he can't. Uh, I don't think he can come up with any ideas outside of just promoting it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, or like, he wants to be the the figurehead. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. he's just it's this is this is exactly what he does for Saber in the whole presentation. Like, he's got all he's got is maybe a fun Origami. video he'll make, <laughs> but he has no. There's nothing under there. Well, nothing behind the curtain. I mean, and it goes to what that brochure said that says what isn't woof. And Oscar is saying like, do you think it could be a uh, an alarm for for uh, college campuses and things like that, and, yeah. and Ryan says like, no, no, it's not a digital rape whistle. Like Ryan is so obsessed about what it's not, and then he looks at the camera and he goes, "Fun communication connection." It's like that doesn't mean anything, <laughs> um, especially yeah. as far as like practical use is concerned for something like this, which is not a platform; it's just a way to send a message. Um, but yeah, like he's he do, he still doesn't have an idea of what the identity is, right? Uh, let's. I, I want to talk about this too. The actual business itself, because because, I mean, this is this is Ryan's best idea. This is Ryan's most actual like f- thing with any sort of legs that he's ever done or made. Uh, this is way better than Dunder Mifflin Infinity. This is way better than anything else. I mean, he actually he convinced Stanley to invest and Pam, Pam like. Two people who are very skeptical of Ryan yeah, and do not trust Ryan. I'll take Andy. <laughs> yeah, Andy, whatever. But and Michael, whatever. But those two, like and Daryl. I mean, you can't. You're not getting that investment unless it's actually a good idea. So my my question is like, all that money that goes into it is. I am guessing he obviously printed some. He made some condoms. He made some other promotional materials. But do. how does he actually? This is why I'm in. Like, was it a Theranos thing where did he just engineer a fake woof like that we actually see a couple times during this episode? Like, how does he actually? What how could the- Ryan possibly pull off the tech it would take to have something go to every single device, including a home phone printer? Like, right. that's crazy. Th- I mean, that could be where some of the money goes to that he just he that he actually paid a developer to to write the code to to or do whatever. That. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it was lozenge? It must have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty it was ear hair. It was ear hair. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good um, question. I like, mean, I, yeah. It does work. Wolf.com seems to work. In front of the cameras, it, it, it yeah. happens It happens twice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we see it? Tw- and it's like not. So, yeah. Did he engineer that just for the cameras? I mean, did he actually make this thing? I think he actually you know? made it. I mean, he sends yeah, he sends crazy. Michael a woof. Mm-hmm. Hell of yeah. a ride. I guess it would be a lot harder to sell it if he if he I agree that it seems like a a big stretch for Ryan to come up with some sort of technical innovation like this or technological innovation. At the same time, he would 
it feels like it would be a better plot point if Ryan was like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I'm just trying to spin this thing as big as I can and then cash out. Like I could see that being sure. a different thread. Um, Cause why would he be stressing out about all these ideas? If like, uh-huh. if he didn't actually have something. Yeah. Like if he was just grifting. Yeah. Right. He seems too, uh, in- he seems too insecure for someone who's like Robert California would be much more confident. In his <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I see. dude just doing this doing this a, doing this a season later and having robert invest mm-hmm. would be a whole a whole different you, thing that would be hilarious you not see the value in over communication <laughs> I, <laughs> by the way i just looked this up because i was surprised i was like where's their investor ski trip happening there's there's like five or six Ski resorts within like an hour of Scranton. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't even consider that there'd be all the skiing around there. Oh, the Poconos. (laughs) Duh. Yeah. Because when your girlfriend wants to go to PF Chang's, you take her there and you do her, and we screwed. (laughs) (laughs) You do her. Uh, let's, let's wrap up Brian and Michael. So you know, uh, the the everybody the gang learns about uh. The Washington University um, public um, health fund. Public mm-hmm. health fund. Yeah, Daryl sniffs that out. Uh, uh, I think once he sees it written down, and, they, and he's like, "Wait, uh, they, did they come up with that after writing the name Wolf? I feel like they did because that that worked out very nicely." I wonder the, if originally it was just Wolf, like a dog Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but like. The spelling, I don't know about you guys, when I try to spell woof, I almost never get it right. And now that we're doing this episode, I've had to like look at it and write it enough. So yeah. I now I think I got it. But um, it's a crazy spelling and it's not <laughs> one that would be used today. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good it's it's a nice device that mm-hmm. that, of course, the value might just be in the domain name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, 2010 again. Yeah. Great era for just grabbing domain names and sitting on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. And that's the buyout. Yeah. How much could that be? How much could that be just to buy a domain? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, you guys are throwing around big numbers. I don't know how big the scale actually was, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, like Michael could be in a thousand dollars. Right. Like who knows? Right. I think too that there's a little bit this this also this this scenario we can wrap we'll wrap soon it generates some of the best stuff from Michael where mm-hmm. uh, he's can't talk because he's saving the planet separating the trash into whites and colors um, <laughs> and and then also like the the monologue that uh, Michael gives at the end um, yes. the world says Defending people you're with my- Ryan came through a temp agency. And he was transferred here. No idea where Creed came from. The point is, you just have to play with the cards you're dealt. Jim, that guy's an ace. Dwight is king of my sleeve. Phyllis is my old maid. Oscar's my queen. That's easy. Give me a hard one. That's what Oscar said. Toby is instruction card you throw away. Pam's a solid seven. And you know what? Ryan is probably like it too. Um, so watch out. But sometimes twos can be wild. And I obviously yeah. am the Joker. And and then it, it all peters out. But it's like one of those things where and uh, Michael just really, really shows a little bit of clarity of vision, a little bit of wisdom, um, which is their scattered glimpses in, in, in all of everything that is Michael. But uh, we just get to, it brings that out in Michael in a way that we don't often get. Uh, I don't want to ask about that. Is, is the moment in the break room, in the kitchen, when, when Michael 
both defends Ryan and calls out and talks to everyone. Is that is that Michael's best, just best moment? Like his most cogent, persuasive, yeah. like collected Michael. And like I feel so, like in the whole show, that's by far his best speech. And like he's making the most sense, and he's actually like a real person. We've talked about before, uh, like moments when like Michael shows some some alt like intelligence or real something. competency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So when they're in the in the conference room, everyone is just kind of basically like screaming at at Michael and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and Stanley says, Michael, are you that blind? (laughs) Uh, Michael, are you that blind? He says, I'm not blind. I know exactly who he is. He is selfish and lazy and image obsessed. And he's a bad friend. Uh, (laughs) and he's also clever and he shoots incredibly high and he may just make it, but you know what? Even if he doesn't, I would rather go broke betting on my people than get rich all by myself on some island like a castaway and there is no middle ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that kind of stops everybody, you know, like they all kind of are speechless after he's like, you know, he's image obsessed and a bad friend and, you know, (laughs) but I do like, like, Oh, Michael's, Michael's (laughs) clear eyed here. Like, (laughs) I do like Andy immediately after that says, you're going to lose all of our money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and then Michael gets to end with an ultimatum. You always end with an ultimatum. Yeah. You have nine days to save Ooh, everybody's money. That's a mm-hmm. lot of pressure. I need more time. <laughs> you can't have it. Uh, it's, again, Michael being very fair here. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, we often see Michael, his competency comes out in his work sometimes. We see him sometimes doing sales. Look at that old man in his Rolodex go. Ice skating. Uh, a but very this is actually a good ice skater. <laughs> very good ice skater. <laughs> but in this case, we're actually seeing Michael good at some interpersonal conflict at actually managing expectations and like, just don't see this very often. And I think this is one of, one of his best, best moments. Uh, see some kind of secret genius. Sometimes I say crazy things. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about some other things that happened in this episode. Like uh, really quick, really quick. I got okay, a shout okay. out. Sh- just a shot of Andy after Ryan, it comes out. It, earlier in the episode and he's like for our current investors things are going great like we already have a offer to buy there's a shot of andy sitting there just totally wrapped attention with one of <laughs> andy's faces i just want to call that moment it's one it's a really funny moment uh dwight um uh who is the owner of the uh scranton business park at this point in the show um uses the parking lot to throw a hay festival uh, which is some sort of event from his weird childhood. Great idea, Dwight. <laughs> um, and uh, and is all an attempt um, to fulfill a childhood dream of becoming the Hay King. Uh, yes. But really, this is all a vehicle uh, for Angela to meet uh, the senator, Robert Lipton. A lot happens in this crazy agricultural world that Dwight constructs in the parking lot. It is a nice change of pace from the interior of the office to go out into this world made of straw where Dwight has a crown and is uh, is running the show. Um, I absolutely love it. It's one of our favorite, I think I think we can say, one of our favorite yes. little uh, side plots of the office. And it's so fun to watch uh, Dwight and them 
play in this ridiculous uh, in this ridiculous world and maze. Um, but yeah, one of the big things that comes out of it is Angela and the Senator, and also the end of the love contract. This is also a we've talked about how shows will always have Halloween episodes and Christmas episodes. You almost never see Thanksgiving celebrations, and that's this is kind of a backdoor Thanksgiving episode. Uh, thanks for giving me your money day, mm. uh, we'll call it. But that's sort of why he's doing this. Um, and I'm guessing his family always, you know, yeah, did this around Thanksgiving time. I'll say I love. thank you for calling out the color palette, just the visual change from the office, Edwin, because yeah. this is another great it, like the de- when you look at the details with Hey Place and you're like, pause and check it out. It's very like it has a lot of it is your birthday energy. Yeah. All the signs are shades of brown. Um Everything Dwight is wearing is a different shade of brown. <laughs> it all matches his clothes. All, yeah. Everything matches his clothes. Everything is a shade of brown in the entire Hay Place. Uh, it's so funny. Um, and, it's just, and I could just see Dwight being so satisfied of like, ah, yes, like my vision has come to life. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, he's hay got place, he, a place for hay. He just has, yeah. he, it's fun to see him in his element, kind of like when he's in Shrewd Farms, but he's, um, He's just so into his role as the as the caretaker uh, of of Hay Place, um, uh, you know, just uh, I, just the way he welcomes people in, the way mm-hmm. rolling the hay, five dollars. Uh, I've got a half an hour during lunch in between the historical reenactment of the Dunmore farm, farm slaughters and the onion boil. The onion boil, yeah. Petting <laughs> zoo closes at two. The goat roast is at three. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so much enthusiasm, and I absolutely love it. I, hey, you Excuse mentioned make it off of there. Those are show bales, not play bales. The you mentioned the scenery and the signage. There is a sign that just says corn chuck. Yes, yes. That's, 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 <laughs> for him, he's like, I'll have kids pay to shuck corn, and I'm taking all that corn home. I'm you'd getting think free, that, free labor. You think that for ten dollars the Make a broom would include the hay and not just instructions. Sean and yeah, and Sean, it's just a pamphlet he gives them. I I say this because, like, knowing you and being your friend, I know that with the corn chuck sign, like, somebody had to make that sign, like, somebody had to go out and make a corn chuck sign, maybe hand paint it. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, no, I'm I uh. Sometimes I think about the office as like, oh, if you were in the art department on the office, like, what would you ever even do? Like, you know, it's they're just in the office all the time, which is not true. Um, But like you see an episode like this and it's just like, oh, they've the art department really got to have fun with this one. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh, if you just look at a season run too, like Mm -hmm. even if there's the office regularly, there's still episodes every few that you got to think think ahead to like, oh, shit, we got to build out the whole job fair. We yeah, got to build exactly. out all of beach games. Like there's constantly stuff like that. Exactly. That was like, uh, they always talk about the prop. I, I, I know I talk about Conan a lot, but they always joke about the prop master. This guy named, I think his name is Bill Tull. And they're like, <laughs> this guy always has to just be like, what do you need? Toilet plunger. It's made of bronze and has a fish on the end. Okay. Yeah. Let me make it. Like there's always like <laughs> something. Cra- guy. Yeah. You want to do that on Monday? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, Angela is into this at first. She's pumped on on. Yeah, this is very rally. Yeah, it's turned only, on. This is right. It's reminds only her of after, the bar. You know, it's only after Dwight ignores her, um, kind of kind of rejects her that uh, that uh, you know she goes to a dismayed place. Yes, mm-hmm. very nice, very nice. Thanks. <laughs> a place for dismayed. Place a place for the dismayed. 
<laughs> Those are show bales, not May bales. That's <laughs> um, humorous. But then, you know, we see uh, Dwight crown himself the Hay King. Yep. Yes, after one of my favorite my purebred, mixed bread, purebred moments. Hey, I know, uh, yeah, yeah. I know that we don't get the super fan cut for this episode. There is a deleted scene from this episode where Dwight reads a very sexual poem um, <laughs> about Hay Place and Mother Earth. So, oh, wow. to, yeah, awesome. it's a lot. Can't wait yeah. for that. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then I love too how he's wearing the all the Hay King regalia as he like goes to the goes to the old place. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got... wearing the crowd and everything. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. so jacked up in that moment. Yeah, he's uh, voided contract. I think the only other like person who really interacts with Hay Place is Kevin. Yeah, uh, and then he <laughs> dies. Awesome. Yeah, who gets awesome. lost? Another he uh, way out. Yeah, this is Andy floating in the lake. It's like, hey, anyone gonna? Mm-hmm. We're just gonna film Kevin go hungry and die. <laughs> can we get a? Can we get an overhead shot of Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's oh. been in the maze for like an hour, <gasps> just like eating <laughs> corn. <laughs> I love this hog, Mama. <laughs> Enough carbohydrates for you. <laughs> Oh, uh, the Kevin any, board has a lot of good stuff on there. <laughs> any other thoughts on uh, on on Hay Place before we talk about Jim? Just that we get the appearance of the kid who is a random kid, but then is Dwight's nephew. Right. Oh, right. A short while yeah. later. Yeah. Sure. That's a cute uh, kid. He's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Senator Lipton and his and his kid. Uh, we obviously know what happens with Lipton, you know, but in this moment. Uh, when we first meet him, it seems, yeah, it seems genuine. Uh, seems Angela is act. thrilled that his he's divorced, or no, his wife passed Wid- away. Widower, yeah. That he's thrilled, thrilled that his ex-wife is dead. Yeah, she's like, um, clearly. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, and the child who doesn't come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She never talks about being like a you know a stepmom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the writers were had. I already knew their grand plans for Senator Lipton at this point. I think no. it was literally just we need someone to distract Angela from. Yeah, we got to throw a wrench into uh, yeah Dwight and mm-hmm. Angela. And he's he's a very he's kind of he's kind of this like perfect looking version of Dwight. Like he's got <laughs> the same shape, like his body and his head and like his height. And I, I but he's yeah. just like this tailor made like small? wow. Yeah, here's like a. Look at this version of Dwight. Oh, wow. Um, and he's a senator. Uh, right up Angela's alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dwight is Angela's ashes. Um, Top of the morning to it. <laughs> kind of the C storyline for this episode is Jim um, is. Uh, Wait, let's you th- want to, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. Oh, we'll yeah. Do C storyline. We'll do our. Uh, top of the tots, whatever we're calling, hot tot, tot hot, hot, hot tie hot, guy, tie guy. hot tie. It, it's perfectly right. intuitive and it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's talk about Jim in Wolf dot com. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> uh, Jim has been uh, on a sales streak. Um, only to find out that uh, 
Saber has started capping commissions, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. which uh, Gabe uh, is uh, not not sensitive to uh, this bad news. Um, so Jim, you is... really get to see why Gabe's there, though. Yeah. Like Gabe is right. this on the ground punching bag that is just like we're going to enact corporate policies. People won't like them, and Gabe is just going to be a pain sponge. And we can't get Kathy. Yeah, we man. can't get Kathy yeah. Bates for one line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like we need. We just need Gabe in here. Yeah. Uh, pain okay. sponge, isn't that from Succession? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> think of think of your commission cap as a naked old man in a gym locker room. <laughs> as Jim's just walking away from that yeah. conversation, <laughs> Gabe just knows like. Ah, uh, this isn't good, but but yes, this is this is the uh, this is quite a, a pretty clear C storyline. Mm-hmm. Definitely a three very different things going on in this episode. Because you honestly, you think Jim would be involved in talking Pam out of the Wolf investment? Like we don't even see that. It feels like that would probably happen. Um, but then again, you know, so he's kept separate from that whole thing, kind of with uh, with Gabe here. There's. Also, an element I think that's really interesting in this where Jim is going out of his way to waste time. And in the early seasons, you think of Office Olympics where everyone is like afraid to waste time until Michael's gone. Like there isn't Mm -hmm. any more that element of um, needing to behave while the boss is looking, which I think is probably a little bit of what inspired some of the things with D'Angelo and Robert, that kind of thing. But it's funny to think about the fact that why does Jim have to worry about wasting time? if uh, Michael and Ryan are starting a tech startup in the other room. Right. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's no, like, there's no oversight from, uh, from corporate. Um, All that color. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will tell you, man, this is one of these, this is one plot line that really bugs me. Like, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I think it's very, very glib. Like it's very, hmm. because Saber makes like it feels forced. No, it just does. It's just, I think it's like, uh, well, okay. Uh, let me explain it this way. Saber comes in and manager and salesman, they make this big thing about no commission and really want to empower the sales staff. So there's who could, Jim says, well, I can make way more than this. And they go back and forth between who's going to be the manager and who's going to be the salesman. Have fun signing my commission checks, boss. Then there's that other storyline about really empowering the salespeople. Right. You yeah. know, all this runway to sell. The leads. Yeah. New leads. They spent all this money to get the leads. And now... They say to Jim, Angela says, until the end of the fiscal year, your commission cap is zero. And look, we don't have an insight. It's a, it's not supposed to be like that we have a ton of insight into how much right. Jim makes. But like it just seems on yeah. one hand like way too definite and way too short-sighted because, yeah, like Jim gets out of it by making Gabe listen to the audiobook, But like that doesn't solve the problem for – Six months, the rest of the year, right? Right. Like it doesn't explain what Jim is going to do with himself for the rest of this time. Like it just right. seemed like way too severe a thing to find, and yeah. and even like the and and look, I, it's like it could be the end of the quarter, the end of the month, or something. Like it would have been better, but like the end of the fiscal year always kind of struck me as like they just don't. They're making it up. It felt like it felt made up, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's such a good point. That is such a good point. That like that. There's literally an episode about how the sales team is so bolstered by Saber that they are like, hand them over, numbnuts. Yeah, that they are like, you know, behaving like, you know, spoiled brats. Uh, and then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, your commission's capped. Like, don't don't worry about it. Go back to your desk. Like, 
Gabe's only solution is can you at least pretend to look busy for eight hours right. a day? Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this in no way reflects any um, corporate policy that would ever happen. Yeah. Like, or, I mean, look, you could do it. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Corporate corporations could do that, I guess. It just seemed like, from a, the writing perspective, it just seems like very kind of, it's just weird. It's like too, it's like right. on one hand too short sighted, but on the other hand, way too broad. And like, sure. They don't have to, and look, it's a TV show. They don't have to adhere to it immediately after the credits roll, but it always kind of struck me as strange. I, I think it could be funny to play around with it though. Like they could have, like Gabe could come back and be like, Hey Jim, we found a way that you can um, continue your sales streak and uh, make even more money with this new structure. And he's like, what's that? He's like, you got to go out on the road. <laughs> and he'd be like, uh, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay yeah. with my with wife. Packer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like you and Packer will share territories and reps. And he's like, no, I will stay here. I will work at my desk. <laughs> yeah. Can't kill me too strong. Or the weekend we can send you to, we can send you to Florida. We can send you to Nashua like that. Yeah, it would be funny to play around like that a little bit. Yeah. 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 But, That's good. Yeah. Um, well, Hey, I, I, uh, I, I want to have time for, uh, our top topics and our, and our trivia. Oh, so sure. any, any final thoughts here on, on this episode? Just, just quick, just quick. Uh, if, from one podcast editor to another, uh, Jim, you know, loading in the this book on tape, uh, <laughs> making it look, making it look easy. I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. But some of these cuts, some of the ways he's structuring this, uh, you know, it takes some touch. So, shout shout out to Jim for his audio editing skills. <laughs> Again, he's not using headphones. He's just going raw out of the computer speakers here. <laughs> Um, a lot going on. And then, and then the whole thing is just getting revenge on Gabe, uh, right. To, to make him sit and listen to Joe's book. Um, and she says she has some changes and he's reading along, uh, you know, well played by Jim, but yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it did, it, you know, it feels a little like, what do we do with Jim this episode? Um, I love, I love the, uh, when he's going around to people talking about, uh, like, at Meredith's, mm-hmm. oh look, oh wasting time, nice. Pay back off. It's solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, with Creed, mm-hmm. he's asking how how far can you reach those lovely long arms of yours, and how long can you hold that pretty little breath of yours? And you gotta think, Creed's been doing some diving, little scuba ing. Yeah, somewhere. right. Maybe down in the quarry. This is all related to finding the lock. There's a monster. thing he can't like reach <laughs> through and get, and he needs Jim. He needs Jim to get down there. He's the, there's this really shiny can deep in this dumpster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's something shiny down there. I think it could be a can. Yeah. Best case, <laughs> worst case scenario, it's a quarter. Yep. Um, but no, Edwin, think, any, yeah. any final thoughts? Wolf.com? I think, no, Alex, you nailed it. Uh, those are some the the last little moments I think that we didn't touch on, but hilarious. Um, Meredith mm-hmm. is such a hard line. Back off. It's solitary. Back <laughs> off. It's solitary. Um, but no, just uh, I, I really like this episode. It's very funny. It's unique. It's, it has some really standout moments and sets. Um, yeah. Back to basics. I wouldn't mind getting Joe's full book on tape. Mm-hmm. I would listen to it. Forget the teapot later. I w- I'd like to hear the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like to hear her book. One of those hay, play- hay king crowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a top prop mm-hmm. from uh, the show for sure. Very good. And you, yeah. God, Dwight must have been so excited to have sex wearing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Too, bad. Um, Too bad. Okay. Well, there you have it. Wolf.com. Uh, let's, uh, let's meet up in the conference room. Five minutes. Conference room, 15 minutes. Half an hour. All right?
All right, let's go into uh, Tot Tie Guy, a.k.a. <laughs> top of the Tots, a.k.a. Hot Topics. A.k.a. Hot. Curiosity like by Jan. <laughs> yeah, Hot Tot hot topics is like good hot topics. topic sure but too late it's already called hot tie, tie guy <laughs> i like hot tie guy yeah. uh hot tie uh, guy this is us going into our this is where we, we open up the scott's tot uh private private discord channel uh and, and and ask them for some so what's top of their mind what what's on your mind what do you want to know about right doesn't even need to be office stuff necessarily yeah. just checking in with our tots Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so first one comes from Large Tuna. Have you guys heard of a Borg? My friend wants to have a party where everyone brings their own Borg. Feels like a young people trend. I could have made one of the season opener cold opens if the office was on still. Any other recent trends that'd be funny to see Michael and the squad try? Wait, what, now, I think, what's a Borg? I think Borg stands for bring bring. Or something in your own gallon. Oh, uh, blackout rage gallon. Blackout rage gallon. That's <laughs> a what gallon jug filled with a mix of alcohol, often vodka, and flavored water. Oh wow! <laughs> so everyone brings a yeah. It's it's a gallon of. I don't think my fragile can- constitution juice. can handle that. <laughs> I don't think in college we could have handled this. Look, listen, the three of us, all of our friends, we survived the four loco era in college, which yeah. was that was our equivalent of borging, right? Uh, from what Borg. I hear now, I only know about Borging because I've seen a couple like reels on Instagram have popped up and it's just chaos. It sounds like Riot it's, it's, Punch from Always Sunny. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what it is. And it's it's like whole sororities or frats get together. Everyone has a gallon and you have to finish. You just over the course of the party, you finish the gallon. Oh, and everyone's God. Tanked. <laughs> yeah. Blackout rage gallon. I mean, mm-hmm. what is there anything that would cause more moral sounds panic nice. in parents than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I, I <laughs> and then people name people always like write the name of their Borg. You know, it'll be called like, you know, uh, uh, chairman of the Borg, chairman of the board. Exactly. Very mm-hmm. nice, Edwin. Um, Borg to death. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we've talked about this sort of too. Of like, yeah, what, what? Let's check in though. It's been a couple of years. We do like, this every six recent, months. Yeah. What would be recent trends that Michael or a cold a season open of the office might? might go with i mean kelly film and tiktoks mm-hmm. tiktoks obviously mm-hmm. a tiktok dance any kind of trend like that would be huge the adoption of andy, threads <laughs> andy yeah andy would be doing like the hey duet this with andy would be insufferable on tiktok mm-hmm. yeah way worse than kelly <laughs> i think uh yeah what else what else what else would be going any fashion things going on would michael get into joggers or something Oh, or Gabe? No, I want to see Gabe. I mean, it's hard with fashion because they have to wear business casual. True, or or a Pennsylvania business, as Stanley calls it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is what I'll be wearing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to imagine because those characters seem so much older than like the kids who are actually doing these trends. Sometimes, you know. I could see Andy filming. Oh man, like it's really hard to get away from social. I mean, media. ice bucket challenge, all that stuff would certainly be in there. Mm-hmm. Years that was years and years ago. Andy, years. I could see Andy getting really into filming travel vid- travel vlogs. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is like we saw in Party Down, where one of the in the new season, where one of the characters is, is just trying to become an influencer, mm-hmm. and we'll do like we'll just chase whatever 
goes viral. Like mm-hmm. Andy would for sure be that, and probably have the same sort of path where he'd act, he'd film himself, you know, falling downstairs. And this is my life now, uh, much like D'Angelo well, does to him. You imagine like okay, Kelly would probably get way more into TikTok and beauty YouTube, and then mm-hmm. Andy maybe was more of a live streamer. Sure. Yeah. Or I could see Dwight live streaming. I could see Andy also doing music, something with music, like uh, doing doing covers or something on his banjo, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Ban- banjo guy on TikTok mm-hmm. or something. I, I feel like an episode could be, like an episode could start with Michael getting retweeted by somebody famous <laughs> and oh. and he's like in he's like yeah i'm you know i have twitter beef with somebody he's just like on top of the world like everyone's like talking about it and like all this stuff but then midway through the episode dwight reveals to michael like like they're canceling you <laughs> like and then michael, like you're being canceled yeah they and that like people have found an old tweet where he is like he's retweeted you know a, a you know a chris rock joke or something like that <laughs> you know a video, like a video of him doing ping at chili's yeah. right yeah yeah and so now he's being canceled and so then he would just be you know it would it would totally be like the whole first part of the episode would be michael just being like you know twitter is the greatest thing in the world and like it brings everyone together and then he's like and <laughs> yes. then you know at halfway through the episode he's just like this is you know the, the worst thing that humanity has ever done is invent the internet it has yep. never done any good and you know mm-hmm. i could see there being a lot of gen ai stuff going on if there was oh yeah today. that would be, like, the, that would be like the thing ryan today. playing around with oh, that white like, would get so intense about white it. would get <laughs> way dwight would have inoculate what would have like a VR. He's, vr mask yeah, on he's all like the time. trying to stop people from using chat gpt but then he yeah. realizes that he can use it for he so many addicted. things. Yeah. Kelly would realize that Jeez. Ryan is only replying to her through chat PGPT. Oh, Ryan <laughs> makes a chatbot. That's for good. Kelly. Now that's, that's good. good. Cause the rest of these, I mean, like it, it, it's always tough, especially cause we get older that like, it's like, it's a question. It also is a check on us to be like, what trends are we aware of? You know? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I the, just did it. Man, no, you, I was like, isn't that bring your own gallon or something? You, to- you totally did. But like, the only reason I mentioned that is that like when we talk about TikTok and stuff, TikTok's been around for years now. So it's not like these are, in, know. you know, but mm-hmm. the AI thing is a very, is a astute analogy, Alex. Um, I think the like, AI one is, is actually like very current for today. And it'd be funny to think about the office character using AI. That's something yeah. that I don't think we've thought about. Cause like social media we've, we have thought about, and there's even like that, mm-hmm. ke- um, uh, Mindy Kaling tweet where she's like, these are things I wish office Michael Scott could have responded to Harambe, yep. you know, um, sure. And, but no, the oh, wow. AI one is really funny. You could see Michael getting way into yeah. it and arguing with uh, it. Toby arguing with it and getting sad. Yeah. So, yeah, Toby. I think Toby would get an ASMR. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, uh, thank you. Thanks, Large Tuna. Is it called Mukbang? Uh, what? Mukbang? Do you know what that is? Yeah, Sean. Mukbang. Who would get into Mukbang? Maybe Toby. <laughs> like eating oh, eating yeah. a lot of food or watching people eating eat a, a ton? lot of food? I mean, it'd start with the watching. No, Aaron. Aaron would do it. Aaron would be oh my the mukbang streamer. <laughs> that, for sure. that is really good. I'm going to eat nine pounds of pasta. I did it. I ate all the apples in the, I, in the, in the, the apples. bobbing for apples. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, uh, thank you, Large Tuna. Allison, shout out to Lady Justice. Hey. What is up? Oh, what up? 
What's up to our crew Hi. and Aurora? Uh, I do want to call out that Lady Justice, uh, she says confirming tonight, but uh, I own it, so just letting the team know. Uh, we'll do 10% off beer tabs for the rest of the year. For anyone who mentions the pot, we've had Whoa. so many folks come. We've had so many folks come through who have mentioned it, and I want to do something special for this oh community. That's so cool, folks. That's amazing. Go fly to Colorado if you don't live there. <laughs> get into that brewery and get get a blackout rage gallon of Lady Justice beer. Save ten percent and then tip a hundred percent. Amazing, hundred <laughs> percent. So cool. Well, shoot. Um, now we got to go back. Mm-hmm. We got to go back, which we've been talking about, and uh, <laughs> if we can schedule, I don't know how we could get Edwin out here, but man, we need we'll maybe in the, figure it out. We got to get something going where we can uh, do another mm-hmm. do another event. That's amazing. Um, Thanks, Allison. That's awesome. Thank you, Allison. Shout out, shout out to the Lady Justice Gang. Uh, next one here from AJ. Uh, any summer? Any fun summer plans coming up? What do you think's every character's favorite summer activity? Let's start with the former there. Uh, what do you guys got coming up? Talk to me. We're uh, Alex us. and I and some some good friends are going out to Lake Billy Chinook in a few weeks. I'm going Ooh, camping classic. today, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, I'm excited to go do some lake <laughs> camping this month. Yeah, give us a Survivor Man video while you're out there. Do a little oh a little something. Okay, I you will. Know, go go go! Abandon yourself in the woods. Uh, <laughs> Yes, we are going to Lake Billy Chinook, uh, and longtime fans and listeners will know that's one <laughs> yeah. of our first on-location <laughs> recordings oh we gosh. ever did yeah. back in 2019. We we talked about office reboots or reunions uh, as we were all in the fog of a hangover at a picnic table at a campsite. And you know what? I had that was a really fun. That was great. Fun recording. <laughs> so nice. we're going Edwin, back there. You gonna be? A, you gonna? You got any plans out in in Switzerland? Uh, I'll be at Lake Billy Chinook. Just kidding. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> oh be. God. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna be in Greece uh, early August. Um, oh, which role are you playing? Um, the invalid, or as we call it, home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, okay. So uh, yeah, I have some I family that, that are coming out, um, and I'm gonna see them for a couple of days. My sister will come out. Well, she's gonna come back and visit here, which would be really nice. Um, will you do a Mykonos impression for me? It makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> Gets me every time. My favorite movie is Greece, <laughs> or as we like to call it, home. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> home. Uh, <laughs> the way he says home, it's so, funny. it's so funny. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to give you my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is his recipe? He's like, what does he say? Ah, shit. Euros? It... Yeah. Yeah, Euros recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Oh, boy. Okay. Sean, maybe I'll bring a mic. Maybe we could do another. Oh. Since we're going to be out in the boat. I like that. Let's do, do it. Do a little two man little two man recording. Mm-hmm. This is Mykonos um... live from Lake Billy Chinook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do a whole in character. You'll be Mykonos <laughs> and I'll be, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. figure it out. I hate to cut cut the conference room a little short, but. Um, I, th- I think we should finish on our trivia, and uh, and we're running out of time here. Is that all right if we move on to trivia? Yes, uh, we can do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do one. Can we do one last one one more question? Yeah, sure. And we'll park so the other one, one about office summer activities. We'll park it for later. 
We'll park it. We'll park mm-hmm. it. We also, Meredith, your boob is out, has a good question uh, about about visceral emotional reaction moments. That's one we can we can we can save, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but but Mr. Shed, Mr. Matt Shed, who asks about uh, what would be the ultimate authentic office party, like legitimate props, food, like what items from? Let's pick. You could just each pick one. Like what 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 prop or item from the office uh, or or thing we see. At office parties, would you bring to your from party? the office to be? Yes. Yeah. He suggested Sue Grafton. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we talked about this too for a prop. Like I think the Hay King crown. Yeah, that's uh, that something happens regularly throughout a party, and the crown <laughs> moves around. That's Wait, good. the ul- like pretty sorry, cool. The most authentic prop, or like the ultimate prop. I think uh, the, the ultimate, the ultimate, we'll say. Okay. It would be a stapler in Jello for, for an office party. Okay. Mm, yeah. Like that would be like a, as a centerpiece. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have the stapler in Jello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, a what Dundee. You, got, you could bring it, Dundees. What if you got it? The party catered by Coopers. Mm. <laughs> had, it, had it had it flown out by overnight Hooters. by Hooters yeah. <laughs> or catered by Hooters or you know what it might be it might be depending on where you are a tiny TV that is mounted into the wall oh, that you can extend yeah. and move around if you need extra space and just just play office episodes on that thing all night mm-hmm. nice. stand there for hours and it, with a St. Paulie's girl neon sign mm-hmm. if you had those two things you're set you're there in you the go. money all right just wanted to get to that one. Uh, Meredith, your boob is out. We'll we'll get your uh, we'll get your question next time. We'll have more hot topics in the future, but let's play some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. This week, trivia is sent in by Haley from Minnesota. Uh, she says, "I just graduated from law school, and in lieu of studying for the bar, I am sending you some law-related office trivia." Congratulations. Mm. I started listening to you guys in my first semester, and you have really helped me get through these three years, so I figured I'd try oh, that's to amazing. return the favor. Nice. Uh, so uh, <laughs> she says, I can't believe I missed the deposition episode by a few days. Oh, yeah, that would have <laughs> that would have fit nicely. But here we go. Uh, first question is, what is Michael's personal lawyer's name from sexual harassment? James P. Albini. Correct. Nailed it. Wow. I what get him his... confused with the lighter side of life in my head, but then I remember mm, that yeah. I get those names confused. And Obits. His characters. And Obits. What are James P. Albini's four specialties? Divorce? Nope. Hate crimes? <laughs> no. <laughs> Estate law? Uh, no. Uh, they are. Property law? I don't know. No. Bird uh, law? Okay. Free speech issues, motorcycle uh, head injuries, uh, workers' comp, and diet pill lawsuits. Diet pill lawsuits, that I remember. What is the name of the lawyer who ate the turtles? Oh, wow. That's a... Uh, oh, man. I actually looked this up not that long ago for our minor draft episode. I can see the actor in my head. It starts with a D. Dave, Dana, uh, Dean, I don't know. Uh, his name is Aaron. Aaron, all right. Aaron. And bonus, do you know the name of the law firm? Nope. Turtles and Associates? <laughs> it's Stone, Cooper, and Grandy. Okay. Stone, Cooper, and Grandy. Okay, how long, was, web. 
how long has Michael known the plaintiff? Um, <laughs> only a few months, but he just got the Pelican brief. Yeah, he's yeah. seen the, the firm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, we also would have accepted six years and two months. <laughs> In the deposition, who is the conference room named after? Oh, oh my God. We get, we get an establishing uh, shot of the name of the oh, conference room. Guy. It's like Walter Kirby or something like that. It's or, no, it's a, it's a name it's we a, know. It's a name. Robert Mifflin? Know. Is yeah, it one of the founders? Robert, Robert, oh, okay. Robert Mifflin Memorial Conference Room. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Probably his capital probably, was detained. I was, it. It's like I was like Ryan trying to guess six man of the year with Damian Washington. <laughs> Who is the convict in the office and what was he convicted of? Oh, Martin, Martin Nash. Martin, Martin Nash. And Insider trading. Insider, insider trading. Yeah. Yes, yeah. correct. What does Michael think double jeopardy means? What is we are fine? <laughs> uh, well, he ran down oh, there because it's, it's on it's company property, property with company property with company so property. So we're and fine. An employee. I so, yeah, I sort of ran down Meredith with my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. When Jim gets back from jury duty, what does he say the case was about? Uh, oh, it's just a, like Meredith. Like, it's a hit, hit and run, right? Yeah. The case hit of run. the hit and run. And guilty or not guilty? Uh, guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Uh, when was the Scranton Sorry, Strang- I was speaking. I was speaking from the perspective of uh, Ernesto. <laughs> um, he, do, he he remembers Toby. <laughs> when was the Scranton Strangler <laughs> first mentioned? Um... Is it in? Is it Dwight in the Halloween costume? Or no, uh, delivery. Yes, is yes, yes. The yes. newspaper. Yeah. Yes, Andy holds up the newspaper. Uh, Spring has sprung. Straight strangler strikes again. <laughs> Spr- <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who? Okay, this is it. This is the final uh, question. Uh, who is convicted of being the Scranton Strangler? George Howard, George Howard Scub. Scub. Um, nailed it. Guys, great job. Uh, oh, bonus non-trivia question. Who in the office do you think would make the best lawyer and why? Kelly Kapoor. She's a business <laughs> bitch. Uh, Grotty. I could be very <laughs> persistent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's good. Um... <laughs> I think Toby might do the most research. Yeah. Toby, but not a courtroom lawyer, but as yeah. like a, like, he can yeah, yeah. prepare your documents yeah. pretty well. As far as a courtroom lawyer, like actually on the floor, uh, I actually, I think, I, think, I think Stanley could actually do a pretty darn good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he would be good. Um, okay, well, hey, thank you so much, Haley, for sending in trivia. If you'd like to send us trivia, email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, you can also call us and leave us a message, 503-694-9314. We love to play the messages on the show. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. we got a website, michaelscottpod.com, and we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. You can become a Scott's Tot for five bucks a month, help support the show. 
and uh, you get a bunch of bonus stuff. You get ad-free main feed episodes. You get a special Patreon mailbag episode every month. You get access to our Discord. You get access to our Ted Lasso Season 2 podcast and our Party Down podcast. Um, so go check that out if you need more MSPC content. Uh, a portion of those funds are donated to the Third Good Marshall College Fund as well. So very special thanks to our Scott's Tots. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting our show. Uh, very, very special thanks to Kayla and Brianna who run our Discord and yeah. to Brian Lloyd who designs our artwork. Uh, this episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, USA and Zurich, Switzerland. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us, listening to the show while we uh, we break down an old episode and uh, answer some Tot Tie Guy questions. Uh, <laughs> trivia will return next episode, so be, uh, finally the long-awaited return of trivia. So yeah. uh, be on the lookout for that. But no, just thanks for hanging out with us, supporting us. It helps us keep doing the show, um, which is a joy. Just know that we love, appreciate uh, each and every one of you for listening. So take care, stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity Poppy, give me the solid. Yes, sir. Where are we go? I am your baby. to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.